Monday. It's a Monday. The madness continues. A lot of good weekend. Really good weekend. And uh, for all that were uh, texting and emailing and tweeting and messaging and such uh, on St. Patrick's Day, I will. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so lame. I will fill you in. It, it was it was kind of a comical, actually. Uh, good morning to everybody over on the live stream. Thanks to everybody for chiming in. Uh, no word yet. Uh, no white papal smoke coming out of 1265. However, shade being thrown at Brian Gutekinst, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, the program is like this. If you want to get a hold of us, it's 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at uh, Ben Z. Kenny, Ben producing the program. Uh, on Facebook at The Bill Michael Show. YouTube, simply Bill Michael Show on YouTube, Bill Michael Show on Twitch TV. You can find us, uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Same thing, thebillmichaels.com is the website, and which is going to be ever-expanding. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, then you can also uh, find us on uh, Apple, uh, iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts, all those kind of good places. So excited about that. Ben Kenny, how was your weekend, and are you excited about the Badgers and the win over Liberty yesterday? It was good, Bill. I was down in Chicago, actually, visiting some friends to go out to some bars to watch the madness. Mm -hmm. I uh, Yeah, it, it's cool that there is a team in this state that's still playing basketball. There you go. Shade being thrown from one Ben Kenny already this morning. I like it. You hate uh, to yeah, see it, it was. Uh, I truly hate to see it. <laughs> No, I don't hate to say I just I, I find it fascinating more so than anything. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Rivalries and all that kind of good stuff. I, I have no problem with that. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, um, the the whole thing with uh, Marquette going down, um, Kolick was was banged up and he had that bad wrist, uh, his left wrist, the shooting wrist, the thumb. He, he just was off. And that was very evident. Um, so when your best shooter, your best player goes down, it is, you, you got to take that into consideration. And, um, he, he was down, he wasn't, you know, it was unfortunate. Um, but, uh, they ended up getting knocked off by, uh, Michigan state yesterday, 69, 60 in a game that really, it was tight. It was back and forth, but you just, I think early on, I looked at it and I went, boy, Michigan state just looks and it's it's Tom Izzo. I mean, this is the time of year that Izzo always seems to come on, always gets a few wins, always goes into the tournament to a Sweet 16, um, and it just it just happens. And uh, and it was you know it was not uh, it was not ideal, obviously for the uh, for uh, Marquette, but uh, Marquette had a hell of a season, winning the Big East. But uh, they are done. Their season came to an end yesterday. They get knocked off 29 and seven. They uh, lose 69-60, and Michigan State advances to, to the Sweet 16. My bracket is sucks. Purdue sucks. Down the stretch, what happened to Purdue? Purdue was losing games. We should have paid more attention to that. Even though Purdue got hot going into the, in the Big Ten tournament, Purdue was losing games down the stretch, and I, 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 I should have – my head told me um, – you know that that that's an issue. Don't bet on Purdue, 
And my heart said, oh, Big Ten, they're going to come out. They're going to dominate. They've been big all season, yada, yada, yada. And then, uh, boy, they, they, they suck swamp water. So, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was bad. Fairly Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson takes down Purdue. And I had Purdue in my final four. I had Baylor in my final four. Baylor falls. So they ended up losing to Creighton. So Creighton advances. Uh, my my bracket. Here, here's my bracket for those watching on the live stream. If you can see it. I don't care. Yeah, my bracket's torn up. Just completely torn up. Houston uh, ended up advancing. I thought Auburn uh, might knock Houston off. I did have Auburn over Iowa. I will say that. Uh, Auburn just plays tenacious defense, but they just had nothing against Houston. Miami advanced. I thought Indiana might get past them. They did not. Um, I do have. I did have the Xavier Musketeers in Texas. Uh, I did have UConn. I have UConn winning it all. UConn's still in it. Zags are still in it. UCLA's still in it. Uh, but, yeah, I had Marquette going all the way down to the Elite Eight. That throws a monkey wrench in a whole deal. And then I was happy. I took a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of smiles yesterday when uh, Kentucky went down to uh, K-State. So I was loving that, too. 877 uh, 867 If you want to find us, please feel free. Now, we'll get into the uh, the Packers stuff coming up here momentarily. On uh, Friday, which was St. Patrick's Day, Ben, what did you do? Anything exciting? No, not much. I, I got a good night's sleep and got some work done. And then I went to Chicago on Saturday, so it kind of okay. wasn't a pseudo St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so uh, by the way, uh, we got to say congratulations to the uh, the UW women uh, and the hockey team winning yet another oh, national title. They're just so good. They're so good. So got to say congratulations to them too. Uh, but so I got off the air on Friday, and we had Kristen and I had the plans to head out. We were going to hit the bars. We were going to you know out we go. And she ended up, it's been a hell of a week uh, at work for her. So she had a rough one. So we didn't even get off, uh, or she didn't even get off work till like 5.30. So we got out about 6. And now we've been going, 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 going. If you follow me on Facebook or on Instagram or anything like that, it's just we, we've been really busy. So Friday night, head head down to the uh, ICHC, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Saw our buddy Corey Webster down there. Went in, had tremendous corned beef sandwiches on these little mini salted pretzel buns. Oh, my God, they were so good. And had a couple of beverages, and we're sitting there looking at each other, and we're like, okay, let's go this, let's go there, let's go do this. And after about a half an hour, we're like, yeah, let's go home go to bed. I, I just, I was so worn out. I was so tired. Went to bed by about 9.30 on St. Patrick's Day. About 9.30. So he got out, got down there about 7, and was home by 9.30. Slept from 9.30 until 1 on Saturday. I mean, just exhausted. No reason to. Just, you know, been on the go, a lot going on. Uh, been working a lot during the week, but I, I know it's boring as hell. But So for everybody who was saying, where are you at? What's going on? Like, my buddy starts out at 3.17 a.m. 3.17 a.m. on 3.17 on St. Patrick's Day. They start off watching some movie, and then they hit like 20 bars in whatever hours. And they're out, and they're texting, where are you at? Are you coming? Come on, man. Let's get And I'm just like, you know what? I'm home in bed. I'm, I'm a, just a weak ass. I don't know what else to say. So not much on St. Patrick's Day, but a good weekend, all in all. Uh, so then, remember, um, 
Uh, you've got uh, all the, you know, Aaron Rodgers drama that has taken place. We all know that. Everybody's still following. Everybody's still waiting. We're still waiting for the, the next shoe to, to drop, and that would be the finalization of a trade between the Packers and the Jets. Uh, Ian Rappaport was on with Pat McAfee, and uh, between McAfee and he, they uh, they had some some thoughts on all of this. And McAfee threw some shade kind of at Brian Gutekinds. And, and we're going to play this numerous times throughout the day so everybody gets a chance to hear it. But take a listen to what was said and the conversation and and just kind of, and then we'll talk about it. Take a listen to this. So what do you think it ends up being? Because the Jets make use of their picks. The Jets are good drafters. Yeah. I mean, we've they saw that. Drafted. They had the offensive rookie of the year, the backup offensive rookie of the year, yeah. and the <laughs> defensive player of the year. And they think the backup defense player of the year. So the draft picks mean a lot, obviously, to them. So they don't want to give as many of those up. It probably ends up costing what? Like a one and then a future in however Aaron performs based pick? Is that what you think? Uh... If it's a one and it's number thirteen, I, I don't know. I, I, I should not say talk about things that I do not know. Um, I do not know if that would be included or not. I mean, that would be a high price, but I don't know if that would be included. Uh, I think your read is probably around right. I just don't know like who would agree to which part of that because like uh, it's just anyway. These are all the reasons why two very smart people and very good negotiators have not been able to figure it out. Just Who's the smart person? Uh, you mean as far as negotiating, like in this negotiation? Yeah, who I mean, are they? Joe Douglas and Brian Gutekunst. Oh, Gutekunst, we're just automatically assuming he's a smart person? I mean, I, I think... Joe Douglas is proved as Gutekunst? Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's, uh, that's an interesting, right? I think yeah, I think he's pretty... I think he's an NFL general manager, those guys. Jordan, oh, good. yeah, they've never been general manager. Jordan, Jordan Love pick is a good one. Probably. If we'll Thank find out. Find I mean, we don't, no, we, don't. we have no idea, right? And, that, and that's the other thing is like, you know, I've talked to plenty of Packers people who really like Jordan Love and are optimistic, but they know what is the truth. I think you do not know. You like, yeah, you have no they're idea. Trading, they're yeah. trading Aaron Rodgers, and when the lights come on, they think he's going to be good, but the reality is you simply don't know. Okay. I assume Gunther Kuntz is a, you know, a smart human. He's a general manager yeah. for an NFL team. Got to. But just being like, well, we got two really good negotiators. Like, do we know that? I don't know if we know that. Well, let's uh, be honest here. When you talk about the negotiation side of things, uh, I don't specifically know. But when it comes to drafting and being a general manager, all you got to do is look at the Jets quarterback draft choices. Yeah, that hasn't worked out too well for him, has it? So... Uh, you can throw shade at Gutekinds all you want. And, and look, we kind of figured that would be the direction that McAfee would go because his buddy's Aaron Rodgers, and he's not going to come out and talk highly about Brian Gutekinds and the Packers organization, thus making his buddy Aaron Rodgers mad and Rodgers suddenly not appearing on the Pat McAfee show, which McAfee is – and granted, I look, I'm not knocking McAfee because what he's done – and that you know his, his his you know his show has been nothing short of fantastic, but he's built a lot of that on the back of having Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday. Just look at the ratings; the numbers are huge on Tuesdays, and they're good, but they're not the way they are on Tuesdays uh, the rest of the week. So he's not going to run off his biggest guest and piss him off by 
you know, throwing throwing praise at Brian Gutekinds for everything that he's done. So let, let's take that into consideration. However, okay. So getting some shade thrown at him, is it justified? Is it justified? And I there's there is a back and forth over the upper hand. There is a back and forth over who needs to do what. Uh, about whether the Jets have the upper hand and the Jets are saying, well, we'll just wait until the Packers, you know, reach the deadline. And then the Packers, you know, are like, we don't have to, you know, we've, we've still got our draft choice. We still got two quarterbacks. We're fine. <laughs> you know, what more do you want? The Jets, unless all of a sudden they get in on the bidding for Lamar Jackson because they can't work a deal out with the Packers, the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers, whom they don't even have yet. So, you know, I, I, I still feel personally that the, the Packers are kind of in the catbird seat here. Now, both sides need to make a deal, and both sides are going to make a deal before the middle of April, you would, su- you would assume. I mean, we're sitting here today on the 20th of March, and you have, what, uh, now five weeks, I think? Uh, five weeks from today would be, what, the 24th of April, and... You don't really start the draft process until the 27th, so you got five weeks to kind of, you know, have this thing go up and down unless, of course, say the Jets want to sign additional players and they need to figure out what that compensation is going to be for Aaron Rodgers and such at some point. So to me, I think the uh, the, the, the the Packers are still in somewhat of the catbird seat, but that's just my opinion. But I, if I'm the Packers, we don't have to make a deal. You want to make a deal, whereas the Jets have to make a deal. They don't have a quarterback. They have Zach Wilson. And, uh, you know, I had people bring that up to me over the weekend. And Zach Wilson is the guy that they benched. The guy that, you know, they the team itself rallied around a guy named Mike White. A backup to the backup. And they loved Mike White. They hated Zach Wilson. There's not many people in that in that organization that like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's the guy that said he's going to make Aaron Rodgers' life miserable when he gets there. Whatever the hell that means. But <laughs> there's not many people that like Mike White, or uh, like Zach Wilson. So I can't imagine the, the Jets going, oh, you know what, we're good where we're at. We're good with this. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So the, uh, the, the little bit of shade thrown at Brian Gutekinds, warranted, not warranted, thought I'd ask. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on the uh, live stream as well, where we're uh, reading all the comments. You can hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Stay tuned. We're going to step step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a whole, a whole lot more to get to this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451. If you're looking for low T treatments, say you need more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina, they can help you out sleep better at night, feel more refreshed and rest during the day, or maybe the all-in-one weight loss program, which is like weight loss in a box. They give you the box, they give you the program, it downloads to your phone, and all you got to do is follow it. No problem. All right there at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. 
1-800-529-8551. The Newmail Medical Center. Tell them we sent you more of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show on this Monday, a warming up Monday, first day of spring Monday, liking it. Makes me feel a little warmer. I know we're going to get in the uh, near mid 40s, 50s for the next few days. So I'm I'm liking the upward trend. Hopefully you are as well. I can't wait for uh, summer. I can't wait for hanging out on the uh, the patio and out at the Tiki Bar after I get off the air, maybe even doing a show or two out there this year. I think we're going to couple of shows out there this year just you know right there there you go if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream you can see it like that uh 877-867-1670 you can find us so you can hit us up on twitter at bill underscore michaels at bill underscore michaels at ben z kenny producing the program today uh on facebook the bill Michaels show over on facebook and uh, you can find us on uh, youtube you can find us on twitch you can find us on instagram you can find us, uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Uh, email-wise, thebillmichaels.com is the website. There is Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, all the uh, different platforms. You can find us there as well. Good stuff. Um, so we talked uh, the first hour a little bit. We talked a little bit of everything in the first hour, honestly. But we talked about the Pat McAfee show, throwing a little bit of shade over there at um, at uh, at Brian Gutekinst. Which, okay, we understand it. Uh, Boomer Esiason. On WFAN, now Boomer Esiason's also on CBS, uh, does the NFL Today show, uh, the pregame and the postgame uh, for uh, most of the AFC games. But uh, he was on WFAN talking about the Packers' ownership situation. Take a listen. Only there are 31 own, uh, owners because Green Bay doesn't have an owner. So you have like a little private fiefdom with Mark Murphy, their president, and with Brian Gutenkus, their GM. As a matter of fact, I think in June or July, you know, they have, you know, their shareholder meeting where about 8,000 people show up. And it's like a little bit of a goofy thing. It's like Christmas in July, and it's right before training camp. And they give the state of the team, and they act as if they are the owners, when in fact they're not. They're just the stewards of the franchise. And so Woody Johnson, there's nobody for him to call. Sure. In other words, if there was something going on, say, between, I don't know, he and the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys were hemming and hawing, you know, Woody Johnson could call up, uh, uh, you know, Jerry Jones and say, hey, Jerry, look, you know, your, your quarterback's been there, been there for 18 years. He's made you, you know, a billion dollars. Uh, you raised money off of his back. You know, he's played great for you and everything else. There's really no reason to hold up this trade. He wants out. We want him. You know, let's let's move on. So you can move on with your team. We can move on with our team. And what we're going to give you is we'll swap first-round picks. Maybe we'll give you a second-round pick and a conditional third pick, and let's call it a day. I mean, this is a 40-year-old quarterback who you don't know is going to play here two years. So the Jets can't go crazy with what the compensation is back to Green Bay. And I've been telling you that now for, you know, weeks. So, you know, whatever Brian Gutenkus you know, ego is telling him or Mark Murphy's ego is telling them and making the Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers sweat this thing out all the way until the draft is, is you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you got to realize you don't want him. He doesn't want to play there for you. 
Move on. So he's basically saying, look, he doesn't want to be there. Just move on. Get a hold of the Jets, you know, and give Aaron Rodgers away. And I, look, I am right there with everybody. With everybody. This deal is going to happen. I understand that. I do. But what Boomer Esiason is saying is that, come on, Gutekinds, just do the deal. No. Why? What 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 rush is there other than draft choices? Is there to do the deal and get it done in the here and the now? I mean, like this minute. What what reason is there? Can somebody explain that to me? Because I I just don't think there is. I don't think there's a real reason to do it. That, that's what that's what I don't – nobody's been able to explain that to me. Why do you have to get it – you want to get it done before the draft. That I understand. But you've got a quarter – if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there, his his option is to retire. It certainly, you know, hurts the Packers a little bit. But the Packers, they, they don't – if you're not going to get what you want, if you're not going to get what you believe to be value – then why would you do it? You know? And here's the other thing, and that's a good point, is that everybody that's speaking up on this, they're former players. I mean, you know, that's it. You you wait until you get the best deal. And that's what that look, the Jets are trying to do that too. I don't fault the Jets for not getting the deal done. But the Jets have banked everything on Rodgers. The Packers shoot for, you know, a deal such as the Matthew Stafford type of deal. They're not going to get it, but you shoot for it. That's where you start. The difference is Stafford can still play. And Stafford still has more years to go, whereas Rodgers is hemming and hawing now about wanting to come back. So I don't have a problem with them waiting. Now, if you get down to Thursday night of the NFL draft and you're still dickering about it, you know, I, I think most people are saying, look, if the Green Bay Packers walk around, walk away with a first-round draft choice and then a conditional one for next year, that's a good deal. I don't think the Jets want to give that up. They don't want to give up that 13th overall pick. They know there's value there. So if they get Rodgers and still have a decent team and they have that 13th overall pick, they get value. Just like the Packers are sitting there going, if we get that 13th pick, we can then move these picks around. We can trade up or down and get either a boatload of picks or we can get the guy we want. We can move around. We've got the ability to move around. So I don't. I don't um I don't fault the Packers for waiting. Do you, Ben? Do you fault the Packers for waiting for the best available deal? No, I don't. Uh, frankly, I mean, I think their position again has been strengthened since Rodgers went and spoke on McAfee, at, at least with what they could potentially get back. What, yeah. What Boomer Sison was also saying was that this would be done if the Packers had known her. Saying that because of how it's all structured, it's harder to right. get stuff done with them, which I don't no, think I agree with at all. I don't agree with that at all. 
I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I think, you know, Brian Gutekinds, if he walks down the hall and says, hey, Mark, this is what I'm doing, Mark's like, okay, do it. You know, I... Now, again, you you really don't have the ability to negotiate with a bunch of other teams because, you know, Rodgers doesn't want to play for other teams. So he would rather retire than and you get nothing than play for, you know, somebody else. So it it really kind of takes the, the bargaining chip out of that when it comes to the ability to, say, negotiate with, you know, any other team that would have an interest in Aaron Rodgers because you just you're not going to have that. But. You still, I mean, if I'm the Packers, I wait for the best deal. I wait for them to come up. They're the ones that have sold the, sold the 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 farm to bring Aaron Rodgers in. I mean, you're bringing in former players, and that which brings me to another uh, thing. Um, there have been players that have left Green Bay, and I, I saw this comment earlier today on the live stream where they say the amount of people that have left Green Bay and, and left with scorched earth is amazing. Well, it's only the people that say something. Robert Tanya didn't leave with scorched earth. MVS didn't leave with scorched earth. Equinemius St. Brown didn't leave with scorched earth. People are butthurt you know? about Lazard. Yeah. You, you know, it's they like, saw the one comment. Yeah, right. They didn't want me. Well, so what? And if you're in if and if you're a Packers fan going, I can't believe they didn't want Alan Lazard, I'm like, what the hell are you smoking? What have you fired up weekend after weekend after weekend that made you go, whoa, we got to have that guy? Right, look, Al Lazard could be the nicest guy, and I'm sure his mother loves him. But when it comes to playing the field, he's an average dude, man. He's a third or a fourth receiver, depending on what kind of team he's on. I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers talks him up. Aaron Rodgers, in two consecutive years, had the opportunity to throw to him over the middle, wide open. To the point that I could have hit him, for God's sakes. And instead, he forced it into double and triple coverage to Devontae, which fell harmlessly to the turf. Which, that's your guy, man. That's the dude you wanted, you need around you. And you don't even throw him the ball in the most crucial moments. So stop. Stop. Also, why garbage. did, why did, Eric, why did Lazard just get $11 million a year? Why is he in the position he's in? Because of Rodgers. And the Packers in general, right? Right. What are they, they? He should be thanking them endlessly, not not uh-huh. expecting some type of, you know, sweetheart deal at home. Right. I agree. One hundred percent agree. I just I, I I find some of this stuff rather funny because of the uh, the, the words that are spoken. But I just say, look at what the what the reality is. Reality is, Alan Lazard's good he's not great that's it i think all the rogers like treat players well on the way out stuff and and how it's all progressed and not with him but with how people act when other players leave and act as if the packers are just disgracing them it's kind of made me take the packers side too much i feel like you know Mm -hmm. now i I just want him to cut everybody you know screw how um yep uh, TK says Jets and their fan base say he's a 40-year-old quarterback and not worth any true compensation. Then in the same breath, he said he's taking us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. Dwayne says, uh, don't forget, the only real asset Lazard gave us was a great block downfield. Um, 
Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster got the same contract as Lazard. Uh, Lazard got paid because of the guy that he's he's hanging with. He's a, he, that that's it. And you know, people talk about Finley and uh, Greg Jennings and talking about the organization. Now, they discussed openly the positives and negatives of the quarterback. People didn't like that either. It's like whenever anybody leaves and has something negative to say, you're either mad at the franchise or you're mad at the player that's leaving. Lazard had bad things to say. They didn't even talk to me. And everybody takes Lazard like he's gospel, yet one of the best. I mean, I understand. It wasn't necessarily Greg Jennings that was outspoken. It was his sister, remember, that was very outspoken. And it was kind of like, man, I know that some of his feelings were leaking into his sister's psyche and she was tweeting them out it was like just you need to stop but later down the road he was just very honest about a lot of things some stuff you don't like to hear much like the uh, the bleacher report article remember that when tyler dunn wrote the bleacher report article about everything going on behind the scenes at 1265 which a lot of it turned out to be true and people went oh okay well i was pissed at him but i won't say anything about it now because oh it's true and i look like an idiot so uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, McDuckin says, uh, look at the track record. Packers free agents that left have never amounted to third-round compensatory picks. And Brandy says, disgruntled players happen on every team. Why is the spotlight on the Packers? Because the... Because of the quarterback, he put the spotlight there a couple of years ago, and it's been very – that's why I said the Packers are trying to do everything right because there was a lot of people that just said, just blow them out already. Just get rid of them. Just just get rid of this drama queen and blow them out. And, this and, and he's trying to do – he being Brian Gutekinds, he's trying to do things in a, in a right way, best they can, because the whole franchise was called out. For, and the the biggest example was the 30-second phone call. Clay Matthews is on his way to the facility. He wants to work out in the offseason. He's coming in, and they're like, oh, we cut you. We don't need you anymore. Talk to you later. And your key card's been deactivated, and he can't get in. And they're like, really? This is a guy that helped you win a, win a Super Bowl? Holy mackerel. And that's what people got that, – that's what Aaron Rodgers used to get everybody incited, which I, I understand that it's right. Got everybody incited and, and – Suddenly the Packers were this heartless franchise, which every other franchise in football is going, thank God he doesn't play for us because that's exactly the way we do things. It's just the business. It's just the business. He also probably did it a bit to get the sentimental people on his side before he brought back aging players that probably weren't good anymore. Sure. Completely agree. And now they're going to the Jets. But there's no list. And, you know, there's no list, but then again, he wanted certain guys. Remember, he wanted Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was with Houston. They traded for him. He was a good player. He came back. He fortified a position. A lot of money to pay him to do it, but, you know, $10 million-ish, So, which wasn't necessarily agreeable, but, you know, you understood it. Get his guy, his confidant there. But... There's there's a lot of things that go on that have be, because the Packers have been made public. The Packers have been exposed publicly by Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers has an incredibly passive aggressive side to him that gets you to believe on one hand things are this way 
he wants things a certain way, and you're like, wow, I understand that. You know, I can go along with that. And then we'll completely flip the scenario, and as long as it's about him, it doesn't matter what side of the hypocrisy it falls upon because we saw that. All you got to do is read the Ringer article. I, I thought it was a brilliantly written article last week. Uh, was I, I think it was Friday uh, it came out talking about he'll say one thing and then he'll say another thing, and it's like, well, what, which, which way do you want it? You want transparency? If you want transparency and you believe in complete transparency, then did you tell the Packers? Why didn't you tell the Packers? Why weren't you picking up the phone when the Packers were calling? Why weren't you texting them back consistently when they were texting you? You want transparency. It's not a one-way street. The best relationships are two-way streets. And it, it wasn't that way. And, uh, you know, I don't even want to get into the rest. People are talking about conspiracy theories and all kinds of crazy stuff over on uh, the live stream. 877-867-1670. When we come back, Steve, Jack, Eric, everybody on hold, stay tuned. We'll get to you. I promise you we will. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this in the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.